Hey everybody, welcome back to the Hollow Nut Marauders podcast and Hollow Nut Marauders Live. I can see Landry, uh, Landry really loved that. that I, intro. Love that. I did love that, that was the best intro, that was great. I missed it. Thank I you missed so much, very, I forgot uh, how much I loved that one. Professionally oh, yeah. put together. So, uh, I'm AJ, joined here by my bomb bad Marauder pals, Bad Batch, Bad Batchers, yeah. Jamie and Matt. Jack cannot join us today. Uh, he's feeling a little under the weather, but we're joined here by our good friend, author Landry Q. Walker. How are you? Hello, AKA I'm good. Clone six one one six, aka Kicks, uh, number one fan. <laughs> <laughs> and then we're number two, three, and four fans. Yeah, so of course. As it goes. Yeah, uh, but yeah, we're here to talk about the Bad Batch finale. Two, I call it the finale, even though it was two episodes, but it was. The two-part finale. They released um, it at the same time. I think it's fair to call it the finale. Just yeah, you know, blanket term. A lot of, a lot of emotions with these two episodes, just, especially just the second little... one. Um, oh, I guess we'll spoilers God. for anyone anyone listening. Uh, we're going to talk about that finale, and we're going to talk about the gutting death of Tech. Well, which, you should jump right into it. Well, it's the most important thing. We got to get right to it, right? Unless, unless we want to, we got to start with the bad news and then we'll get to the good news, right? Sure. Although there wasn't much. I was going to say, there's yeah. not much good news. To come the out episodes of this. were fantastic, <laughs> but, um, but it was a, a lot of just tragic way. Our favorite characters getting punched in the you know stomach over and over and over again. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I, before we talk about tech stuff, Landry, what? How have you felt about this whole scene of season of Bad Batch? um you know this whole the whole season two well i i mean a lot of it i found like i knew where it was going with tech i mean just because there's such a focus on him yeah uh like so i feel like that actually took a lot of the punch out for me um not that it wasn't well done not that there wasn't an emotional component but i'm sitting going okay they're killing tech off they're killing tech off tech is going to die something dramatic is going to happen to tech very minimum because he got 10 times the screen time compared to the others. Yeah. Um, and so in terms of viewing it as an overall season, I, I remember having a lot of debates with a friend of mine who he doesn't like the, um, the one and done adventure episodes. He feels don't advance a plot. I'm like, but those do advance the plot. They advance, yeah. like, they need to build up. So we care about what happens with tech. They need to build. So Sid's betrayal makes more sense. Otherwise, you know, if all you get are the moments of, you know, advancing the clone, like, storyline. So I liked it. I thought it was really good. Um, but I also have to watch it recognizing that they're they're taking in mind a younger audience than I am. Much, much younger. We're talking about kids. And I feel like that was stuff really built in for the young audience. So they feel it with because they're not going to parse it the same way. So I enjoyed it, but I thought the strings of the puppet were really visible this season. Yeah. 
No, totally. And it, it is, we have to understand it is a kid's show at the end of the day. Yep. Um, but even like Clone Wars, Star Wars Rebels, they have these super serious dark moments of a character dying, characters dying. Um, yeah. But like the, you, you sprinkle in, to remind us it's a kid's show, you sprinkle in those fun ones where in Rebels, they're they're on a quest to go get fruit from the Empire or something. Or in this, Tex racing or um, they're fishing on Pabu, which the Pabu episode happened. And I was like, oh, I'm not one of the people that doesn't like those episodes, but I like I like the heavy, meaty episodes. Um, but we get an episode <laughs> like this week. We get, well, or last week, I should say, Tech dies. And I'm like, you know what? Take me back to Pabu. I'll take that all day. <laughs> this is too sad. Um, but yeah. I mean, I guess I should I just say, first off, I don't actually think Tech is dead. So Really? I, oh, we're jumping ahead to that. I got a lot of thoughts to unpack about that one as well. But I have, we're, Okay, all right, okay. all right. We'll, we'll just, in terms of, it, just to, to reiterate, though, it's at any time we watch, like, it is, to me, it should be a given, and it doesn't seem like it's always a given to people that we are watching a show that has to also, well, they want it to appeal to us. They need it to appeal to eight-year-olds. And so um, that's a balancing point always. And I thought, I think they, just like Clone Wars, just like Rebels, there's a really strong balance of that. So I enjoyed this season quite a bit. If I would have liked them to put, like, this is, I would have liked a little bit of a heavier cross, uh, uh, what do you call it, a uh, cliffhanger, in a way. Not that it wasn't heavy, just that, you know, I don't know. The idea that I have to wait a year for what feels like a mid-season cliffhanger is a lot. Yeah. I mean, there was a lot, like a lot that they like, like stuffed in at the very end that like tied up some things, but it opened up so much more at the same time. And I, I agree that it like was kind of way too much, not way too much, but it was a lot for a finale to have us just ponder over for who knows how long. Um, because as of right now, about five days or so after this episode dropped, it's still not confirmed we're even getting a season three, although it's heavily implied. Um, yeah. We don't know like when it is happening or how long we're going to have to wait. Will it get delayed again? <laughs> and we have some friends oh that God, think... If we didn't get a season three, I would I, rebel. I, oh, no way. There's no yeah. way. We, we, would have to, we would have to rebel. They're but, just yeah, waiting I mean, for Celebration, you know, because it's yeah, just it's an awkward week. time where this season ends and then Celebration is like a week away. So it's like, ugh. Yeah. But yeah. I'm when hoping uh, next week. Uh, yeah. So next. a week from now, it'll be almost wrapping up. Okay. Next weekend. Yeah. So this time Here. next week, maybe we we'll may know something. Know about season three, and we have some optimistic friends that, that think it'll come out this fall, as soon as this fall, because he's like, "Oh, you God, know, that would be great." I know we we need it soon because we, we can't leave us on that cliff. The logic is sound with that as well because they this season got delayed so much that they clearly would have had to be in production like longer. So like I say, there's a solid chance of it. Plus, if you look at the upcoming releases, um. I think it would make sense. And they're probably going to overlap with another show again, like they did for the Mandalorian, but <laughs> I agree with everything you were saying. I, <laughs> and I, again, I, Ahsoka. Oh God. I don't want to surprise you all, but I, I kind of like clone wars a little bit. Um, it may <laughs> really? not be evident. Um, but, uh, and, and the ancillary show bad batch, which is really just a continuation of that. This is some of my favorite star Wars. Um, it's it did feel it felt like a light season though it felt like um like i just didn't get enough of the meat like i could see all like i said i could see the strings i saw the for, we see the clone rebellion forming we can tell that's where it's yeah. going and 
I mean, we can tell that the Order 66 orders, you know, it's not a permanent effect, whatever it did to them. They're they're shaking it off and they're going, wait, what's happening here? The, the Imperials don't like their sense of independence and all of that. Um, everything in Star Wars is geared towards the securing and hunt for perfecting clone technology now. Like, that's what Star Wars has become. And in some ways has ever since Timothy Zahn's first novels. Um, the... Uh, and, and, and as far as that one doctor being obviously a, a clone as well, I, I, no one was surprised by that, right? Like, we all... No, all they, they, they purposely picked, like, an actress who has the same exact accent as her. So yeah. that was very clear what they were yeah, trying to do Yeah, she looks like it. her. She sounds like yep. her. Yeah. No one else in Star Wars <laughs> had that accent unless they're a clone, right? right. Like, that's... Yeah. She's a clone. But again, eight-year-olds. So... yeah. Um, I wonder. I wonder where they're going like that. Like, I do too. I don't know. I I liked Omega being like a unique direction in that, so it has to go somewhere really strong for it to work for me. Yeah, and I I just don't know where it could go. On the show, we've talked about how she could be Omega could be like one of the first strand casts made um, because you know Snow eventually strand cast. Yeah, successful strand cast, and maybe this Doctor Emery. I believe is her name, uh, mm-hmm. Omega's sister. Um, could also be a strand cast. I don't know. Yeah, cause, I mean, you know, in Doctor Pershing in the Mandalorian is talking about making strand casts and how the Kaminoans K- kind of perfected that technology and they don't know how yeah. to replicate it. So it's like it all the seeds are there. I think. I think um, so too. Yeah. So now this kind of complicates that theory, though. I think because like, how uh, how is Omega special if there were other? Because like, how do you make how do you make an unaltered clone and still have like one pretty major alteration? It just, it, I don't know. Yeah. I, I clearly we're all interested to see where it goes. I can't quite grasp what it could be, but yeah. I hope it's something really strong. Yeah. Which as is Landry cool. said, I kind of like not knowing where this show is going to go since we are, oh, of course. Yeah. like Landry said, we know that they're building towards a clone rebellion, which I really, that's going to be that epic eventually yeah. tragic just, and epic. <laughs> I think it's so, poetic and just really cool that the clones are the first people to create an organized rebellion against the empire. I think, I, I just think that's like such a cool. Although in a way, that. aren't, aren't, aren't the um, separatists rebel that aren't they kind of the rebels to begin with? Yeah. yeah. Any separatist holdouts would be. Uh... Yeah. The against first... the, cause the Imperial army, the Imperials are really just a continuation of the Republic. The Republic becomes the empire. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just, I actually was, when I was watching the um, prequels as they came out, I thought that's where they're, when Dooku first shows up and is and talking to Obi-Wan and, and saying, hey, actually, there's all this stuff going on and I'm on the side of good. It seemed like he, before we knew he was evil, because we did not know he was evil yet. And his, right. I'm watching that scene going, oh my God, is he actually the good guy? And he's the first rebel, rebel? and he's, and Obi-Wan is on the wrong side. And I would have loved that. Um it's pretty clever. It's interesting it, you bring that up because we always, and not, not to get too sidetracked into Attack of the Clones, but like <laughs> whenever I watch that, I'm always like, oh, Dooku seems so nice here. Like he, not nice, but he seems to be on the right side of things. He's got a lot he of good points. But then he in Clone Wars, come across as he does in Clone Wars. Yeah. In Clone exactly. Wars, he's so evil. So he's, like, evil. he's just a bastard in Clone Wars. Yeah. Everything he says in his initial scenes to Obi Wan is true. Yeah. And he seems like he's legitimately going, you don't understand 
there's something bad going on and I left because we need to rebel against the government because the government is inherently corrupt and that's because of something going on in the Jedi, yada, yada. And um, and then he we turn around and see he's actually in service of Palpatine. And it's like, oh, all right. Right. I mean, because um, a lot of people uh, in my generation, a lot of people who watch Attack of the Clones as kids, they don't realize that the Darth Tyrannus name drop at the end is supposed to be like a twist that's supposed to be like a big revelation it was supposed to be like, yeah. oh my god count dooku is a sith whoa that's crazy um mostly just because i don't know when i was a kid i always remember i bought like every count dooku action figure they all had red lightsabers and when i was a kid red lightsaber equals bad guy you know yeah. so he was automatically just a bad guy to me i mean he just looks like a bad guy like not to like start quoting like you know get smart like he just looks person. like a bad guy he looks like a really bad guy <laughs> the same time right yeah. Yeah, right exactly yeah and it doesn't help um, that they named him count dooku which is clearly just count dracula you know which is his first like big role count just, like, an amazing... i never realized that <laughs> yeah let's make him a count wow. why not he's already done yeah, it before he's a count. george lucas <laughs> you've done it again but uh yeah the bad guy so... right now <laughs> no man you 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 turned me on to the whole Jabba the Hutt pirate, you know, connection with walking the plank. And that we was bring that like up. an obvious thing that I was like, whoa. So, you know. So, Jamie, um, yes. Emery's a clone, as we know. Uh, yes. Farm Boy brought up here we that. We think she's a clone. We think. Okay. Yeah. I mean, like, there's like a solid possibility she's not a clone, and maybe her genetic material is what made Omega. Who knows? I thought maybe. it was interesting. Oh, we didn't see Dr. Skelder, the one, if you don't yeah. remember her, she's the one with the right, terrible yeah. haircut that we oh, see a lot haircut. of. So uh, Dr. Skelder is the one that is stationed on Mount Tantus. We saw her at the very end of season one. We didn't know her name yet, um, but then we learned her name this season. Um, and then Emery Carr is Hemlock's like number one assistant and okay. the sister. Uh, but yeah, Dr. Skelder, both of them have some wild looking goggles going on. Um, I, I love them. Goggles? No. <laughs> Don't. Uh, listen. <laughs> no. Listen. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> Oh my god! Um, I don't even know what I was exactly. talking about now because, like, like it's it's almost been a week, right? And I like am just coming to terms, like fully, like what happened, like with all of this. And, and like we did like a stream on like uh, the day after the episode aired, and like I made it through half the stream, and then I was just like dis disassociated, like the rest of like the stream because I was I I like realized like what had happened, and I'm like I I can't talk about this. I of tried all like, the clones of all the clones to die. Before this happened, who do you going into it? Who do you think would have been the saddest one? And then Landry doesn't think Tech is dead, and I, I agree. I think he might not be either, but I, th I think he's dead. Doesn't but, um, mean it's better for him. Yeah, exactly. Right. Doesn't mean it's better. Winter Soldier um, vibes. Yeah, exactly. Echo. Look at Echo. And yeah, we have an example uh, right there. That's what I wanted to mention. Oh. Like, if you take a moment to like look back at like the Echo's helmet just like uh, on the ground after he like explodes, um, and then Tech's goggles just tossed there, it's it's really really eerily similar. I mean, like they probably just did that just to be like, hey, look, these two guys are gone, but like maybe they'll both come back because one of them did. So, um, yeah, go, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> but yeah, I I think I was texting Matt about it, and I had watched the episode. Matt hadn't yet. And I was like, oh, you're going to be gutted by Dad Batch. Obviously, I didn't want to spoil I didn't spoil anything. And I didn't want to. And he was like, oh, like, someone must die. Don't tell me that. 
and you're like, is it tech? I'll, I'll cry a river if it's tech. And I was like, no, it's not tech because I didn't want to. If I didn't say I know, anything. You, I, did, I just realized that you totally just lied to me. Well, I had it's to. If, if I did say anything, you would have been like, oh, it is tech. So I had to lie. It's like when Leox Jossi. Wait, did you ask him if tech dies? I did because uh, I hadn't seen it yet. But you don't yeah, ask? Yeah, Matt was like, yeah, you, you shouldn't have asked. I mean, fair enough. This is like what Matt does. You. You're he asking goes digging. lied to you at that point. So I, I had to lie. It was like, I, I would do it again. If you asked again, I would do it again. Because yeah, were you that surprised? Was right I was. I was pretty surprised. Yeah. I wanted you to be surprised. So well, I was easily surprised, obviously, because the setup for him to die. Right. Was, yeah. As surprised as you were going to be. Yeah. So I don't remember where I was going with this either. It, I don't either. But, if they wanted to really left turn us, imagine if it had been Wrecker who died. No one would have seen that coming. That's who I like, guessed like, after he said Tech was was not the one who died. I was like, it's Wrecker then. <laughs> Record dying yeah. would be more heartbroken by yeah, that. Record dying would be I them so like too. killing off the, the, the like the family pet or something. Like <laughs> he's the heart. He's the heart of the group. He's the heart. Yeah, yeah. And and you have to know with tech, he falls, you know, disappears through the mist. Even though personally, I think he's dead. There's a lot of very good theories out there that say like, oh, he could have survived doing this or he with that. I don't think Wrecker has a plan. Like, if Wrecker's like, oh, I'm going to sacrifice myself, he's just straight up dying. Like, there's nothing, there's no, like, ulterior anything. Right. It's just literally Wrecker will just run in headfirst into an explosion, die, and that's it. I yep. don't know. There's, like, no layers to that. Wrecker had to, to, had watch, to watch Tech fall. He, no one else really saw it, right? He was there, no. like, he wanted to save. No one uh, else saw tech, it. But, uh, yeah. Wrecker saw the whole thing. I and... the whole thing. Wrecker is scared of heights and he did oh, not like, stop watching. Um, he's gonna be even more scared of heights now, yeah, because of everything that just happened. They um, thought he was getting better with heights, too. Yeah, he did. Better? <laughs> uh, yeah, that yeah. was tough. And then when, when they get back to Sid's parlor, there, um, and Sid is just the worst, we just completely skipped over the entire episode. Yeah, we, we uh, yeah, let's talk about that, but let's we can not, go back, we can right go back to the end. Well, we got to Sid, and let's not talk about Sid. Let's go back and talk about... Let's go back. Um, the plot of this episode. So, they go to <laughs> Iriadu. Is that what Zed Yes, we just hire a public planet. I got confused, because I was like, they're going to Edu. Star Wars for, like, ever. Yeah, Edu in Iriadu. I got confused, yeah. yeah. Um, and we had a lot of Rogue One references in this episode, oh the first God. episode. Yes. We get, we get Krennic, and they play his little Rogue One motif. And we got Saw Gerrera. Mm -hmm. yep. So that was cool. I'm never excited to see Saw Gerrera. You guys I, hate I Saw Gerrera. Never I, I love Saw Gerrera. I hate him even more now. I love him as a character. He killed Tech. He's a perfect he character because he he's an example of, of rebel extremism. He's an example of Oh, he's a great like, he's a great character. But yeah, he will he doesn't he doesn't care about the body count. He doesn't care about the big plan. It's all about I need this now. That quick fix. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I I agree. He's an awesome character, and like he's a perfect representation of that extremism. But like, I just every time I see him, I'm just like, I I don't want to see this guy like ever again. <laughs> like, I'm just I'm I'm over this guy. He, yeah. he does. He's just everywhere. He he is. He just got his fingers in everything. And I do like to see him. Like when he popped up in Andor, it was great. And he is he is that perfect character to to show the extremism. Like we have Mon Mothma, who does things her own way. Uh, not to get off off topic here again, but we're on the topic of Sagarera, and then Sagarera is the total opposite end. Uh, hey, you know he he made a significant enough contribution to the rebels that his symbol, the partisan symbol, 
is part yeah. of the rebel logo it's you know right here yeah the top the this top half is literally saws partisans you know so i can't you can't discount him even if he no. is an extremist who kills but he's an extremist and... without without others to balance him he's you know that he only works with others to balance him he's he's yeah. too yeah yeah well that's that's exactly it um I did like um when they first encounter him as well because like he sees Hunter in tech and he's just like ah so you guys picked a side that he's like that's great he's like genuinely yeah. excited to see them and then yeah. he's just like but actually I need to leave um so like like I, I enjoyed like that moment um in the moment and then it all just went downhill. I really enjoyed Omega sneaking around the hangar. That was kind of a cool little tense scene of her yeah. felt like a video game or something Absolutely sneaking in. The planting the homing device has no uh awareness of his surroundings whatsoever to a point where he's just like pushing a cart and somebody could hide like right in front of the cart that he's pushing and he's like it was like nope. it was like something out of a video game where like the nope. AI, ai can't see you under the box or something i don't know but, had, uh, that was actually the only thing that strained my credit strained the episode for me a little bit the suspension of disbelief i'm like you can just see from your how do you not Dude, those stormtrooper helmets you can't see anything with those from here down as when obi-wan is sneaking out of uh fortress inquisitorius with leia hidden under his jacket <laughs> oh, i forgot no, about that that, that, <laughs> that i actually disagree with I, that was i and i loved that bit it was oh i love that too movie. that was like something out of but, austin powers or but, something jeez I look at that one going, you have an entire facility of people conditioned not to ask anyone in that looks vaguely force like anything like that. He could have walked out of there carrying like two big, I don't know, fully cooked hams or something. And no one's going <laughs> to stop and talk to him like he's here. If you're That's here, true. you must be here for a reason. I'm not going to mess with you. True. Yeah. So true. I, I don't I think they could have just had Leia right out in the open and no one would have even questioned it. Um, they should have. They maybe they should have gone with that because a lot of people, you know, they look at the. Oh yeah, they got very mad at that. I mm. loved it. I, I, I thought it was, it was very fun. Real. I loved. I, I really liked it. <laughs> I just thought it was funny. I like silliness in Star Wars. I'm always down for that. Um. So Omega plants that tracker on uh the villain ship there. What's on his Hemlock name? Hemlock. Hemlock. He, he's great. He's an absolute Bond villain. Oh, I yeah. really like him. He's creepy as hell. And... Got something going on with his hand mechanical yeah. hand maybe or just which just adds to the it. bond villainness of him yeah exactly. it's probably that toxin like he it's like all like probably just like permanently like disfigured and like he hand. has like the pain in it still the toxins hey, that, that happens like, to that happens to smell. dr no in dr no he oh, makes yeah. radiation and he loses both both of his hands because of it so bond yeah villain. there you go he's bond go. villain we cracked there the code is. there you go that's exactly so, it am i remembering <laughs> right the episode saw before the when the, just before the hangar goes up, Saw steals a ship, right? Yes. And I was just waiting that the, they put the tracker on that ship rather than <laughs> like then we see it go up. So I'm like, yeah, right. yeah, everything there just gets go. blown up. Like, this kind yeah. of just this went along with the whole season. The batch was doing these missions where they'd get so close to accomplishing the goal, and then it would just go up in flames. Literally, and this one literally did. Like mm -hmm. they even showed the the beacon blow up. That was just kind of a funny shot. But did yeah. Did the Bad Batch actually achieve any goal this episode? Like any Tech of won goals? the race. Ah, Tech no, won no. the race. This episode. This episode. No, 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 no. I mean this Even season. This season. Oh. I mean this season. Did they do anything right? Tech. Tech won Tech the race. Tech won the race? And then he did. Um, 
Hunter and Echo delivered some Nerf Nuggets off screen. Okay. But, but that was never actually shown. <laughs> I was disappointed with something about Tech winning the race. Um, somewhere I thought would be really fun to go with from there is that would have inadvertently exposed them because of it would have been high profile enough that like his image gets out there and someone goes, that's the guy we're looking for. You know, uh... that there'd be some element. Like I thought they could expose it like, that way and it plays into the larger plot of like even though they needed to do that in that moment it was actually a mistake because they're trying to keep a low profile which would have been a great blind spot for tech who probably wouldn't have thought in those terms because that's yeah. not where his skill set lay um yeah. and it's not yeah. like he's it's not like they flash a picture of a clone and they're like that's the guy we're looking for and it's like but everybody looks like that because he's a very distinct, distinct. Clone. quite he, yeah that's why I find it funny whenever the obviously they wear it into battle because they need it. But whenever they wear their armor in public and this season, they kind of did it less. They would wear like the the vest that Jamie has made. Oh, now, the vest. Their undercover costume, sort of. But their armor gives them away. Um, At least they repainted they repaint it, it, though. Yeah. So. Oh, it's not the same color it was. It's uh, who are these Someone guys? Someone else. I didn't, <laughs> did I didn't know they repainted because I'm colorblind. Really? really? And so ah, I didn't know. I, I somebody said, "Oh no, it's different." I'm like, "Is it?" So I, I mean, like, colorful right? breakdown wise, like Tech's armor loadout looks pretty much exactly the same, just a few color differences. Um, Echoes is also pretty much looks exactly the same, just color differences. Um, Hunter has a few different pieces on his like arms, and Wrecker has a few different pieces on his arms and chest as well. But they also both have new color schemes. But for the most part, the armors are completely the same. So mm. I could totally see how, like, if, in a colorblind sense, like, you wouldn't know it's different because... Yeah, especially it went from red to orange, which is, like, very yeah. similar. So. <laughs> I do think oh, that man. they could get away with walking around their armor a bit, though, since it isn't standard trooper armor. And you figure most people don't know what they look like. Most people yeah. wouldn't look and it goes, those guys are clones, even though they're wearing armor that doesn't say clone to people at all. Like, Yeah, and I guess true. since this season, it was more, like, mishmash. You could be like, oh, someone just found that armor, which... Yeah. You know, Landry has a sort of <laughs> bit of an idea with a, a certain clone that finds, even though he already is a clone, he finds armor and kind of makes a mishmash. Costume. Hey, yeah. <laughs> good old kicks. Oh. He needs his colors. His needs his paint job still. <laughs> not, uh, not to since, since you brought it up, AJ, about the vests. Um... <laughs> just the costume minute. Oh no! <laughs> Sorry, this every, is the costume every week. Minute. I'm like, we don't need it. <laughs> so, um. Yeah, so they spent half the season wearing like their like Under Armour like vests. Can I just complain about in the last episode? Um, Az puts the bandages over the clothes again. <laughs> like, well, what, why uh, was yeah. Hunter wearing that's the bandages over his vest? Oh, that's a very good. <laughs> what point. good is that doing? Oh, maybe well, did he have his arm in a sling oh. or something? He had a I cast mean, on. This is over arm. my shirt. In fairness, hey, well, there we go. Sense. Compression. Like, yeah, like but like cast. that's like the compression sleeve is like different. But if you're getting like a hard cast put on, like you put it so there's no clothing underneath. But like uh, yeah. he's he's wearing this like bandage over his vest, and I think it's completely ridiculous. Um, but uh, I I if already, he's wearing it under, you couldn't see it that he's injured. You couldn't see it. Yeah, true. Eight but like eight year olds, eight year olds. It's it's a mess. I also was really amused by Wrecker's neck brace. Oh yeah, I love the Wrecker neck brace. <laughs> see, love I wasn't. That. I was like, does he have a neck brace? Because I know, and I know he I did. But I thought his that was his armor because he I also wears tell. a thing. His yeah. armor usually goes up like higher anyway than all the other guys. But like that that was that where was did funny. they get a neck brace in the bar? 
AZ just threw something AZ together. AZ has like a toolkit. Actually, yeah. it's a it's a prosthetic neck. He's got a prosthetic <laughs> neck. He's got a robot neck now. Yeah, robo he's neck. Got a robo neck. It's like uh-huh. uh, Patrick with the trombone. So, Tarkin Summit meeting? Yes, Talk about the that. Summit. Yes. Talk about some yes. Imperial fun. Oh, say... I've got about 15 minutes, just so you know. No. Okay, okay. okay, okay. So, okay. Tarkin Summit, who was in that meeting? It was Tarkin, uh, Hemlock, obviously. Um, Krennic, I forget the other officer's name, but he appeared in the Clone Wars, I think, um, working with Master Plo at one point in time. Um, okay. But I, I forget his name offhand, and then obviously um, Krennic, Krennic. But before he's director, so yeah, just Mister Krennic. Mister yeah. Krennic. Mister Krennic. He hasn't he hasn't earned uh, the title yet. I thought they did a great job with Krennic too. They weren't like I was like oh, I hope they bring up the Project Stardust just enough, and they did. Played that little motif, and that was it. He said like two words, and that was it. Yeah, because we did, you know didn't want to hear too much about it because that wasn't the point. True. Um, yeah. Love that but, Tarkin uh, hides in a big T-shaped base, like a little Teen Titans base. Uh, <laughs> very cool. Yeah, that was interesting. Very Tarkin-esque. And then when Saw blows up the base, uh, he didn't, to go back to it, the only person he killed was Tech. He didn't even, like, he was planning on killing all the people in that meeting. It didn't even touch them. So no. I don't know. No, he did no good other than, all he did was cause harm. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. This is why yep. rebels, as which they are starting to become, they need coordination. They need organization. And and the saw, if he hadn't died in Rogue One, probably would have continued to cause the rebels problems as an organization. Yep. Yeah. Well, know. in the, in the comics, you know, the rebels go back to Jeddah to find the remainder of the partisans to get them to join. And when the partisans do join. They try to blow up an entire planet just for revenge when the rebels are like, no, we shouldn't do that. It's extreme. And then Two Tubes is like, no, nah, I'm going to blow up this whole planet and kill everybody on it. And two they're tubes. like, oh, the partisans, why? Uh, but then they convince them not to. And it's, a, it's a nice little moment. But yeah, no, the partisans are too extreme for their own good. Very, I, very loved the, I loved the cable car train system that was on this planet because um, it was very... Uh, Precursor to Solo because they have like the convex train, like on, Which I was gonna uh, say, but, whoever's not on the train and like hooked up to a computer doing something, um, like uh, what was her name in Solo? Val. Val. No. Yeah. That entire sequence reminded me of like Val. It did dying. a little bit. <laughs> um, and so I was like really worried like that entire sequence. Um, I love how also like the Imperials monitoring the train were just did like the. Hemin and Han, and huh, we'll go go investigate that, run a test, run a diagnostic, make sure it's all right. Um, but yeah, I loved the train and absolutely terrifying when it was speeding back through the station and then everything explodes. And I love how they used the the inverse of um, Hunter, Hunter's helmet when he gets shot in season one. They did that for Omega this season of her point of view of waking up and seeing oh, yeah. everybody. That was really um, cool. I thought that was like a really, that was really disorienting. cool. That was alarming. It yeah. was. It was really well yeah. done. Because it, it both times like that they've done it. Yeah. It did. Yeah. It had that like ear ringing noise. It was all quiet. Yep. It was, yeah. it was perfectly done, I thought. It was um, It was just enough. And I I loved every single little like detail that they tucked in there. They even included like Hunter like picked up like her like bow and everything. And like, I <sighs> terrifying. I want to go back and rewatch that sequence, but I don't know if I. I don't at the same time. I don't know if I have the heart to do it. Yeah, just yet. And of course, right before that sequence, Tech dies. But Landry, <laughs> you don't think 
tech dies. Yeah, let's get into that. Okay, so, you know, I feel like they set us up really well for with a mad scientist guy who specifically experiments on clones, gets his hand on either the remains or the um, injured body of of a mutant clone. Um, he's going to use it. He's going to, you know, hit this whole thing. The goggles were the only thing I could find. Either, either tech <laughs> is out there. Right, he's either either tech is out there or he has tech, alive or dead. And either way, he's going to use tech. Um, so either way, we haven't. I feel like we haven't seen the last of the character. Okay. Hashtag tech lives. Yeah, when, I agree with all of that. Once Hemlock threw the goggles on the floor, I was like, okay, back to eight year olds. This is a kids show. That's pretty dark to go if he actually is dead. So I. That made me doubt a little that he was dead. Actually, that the, he had the broken goggles. Um, See, I'm... Yeah, I mean, think, think, think about it for a second. Um, the only way he can take those goggles off is also if the helmet comes off. So it's not like the goggles are just going to fall off of his head. So um, I think that that's important to remember. So I think that they, the Empire, recovered the body, and then they were, Hemlock was like, "Let me take this so I can taunt his brother um, and make him feel bad and make him, I don't know." Just make them feel bad. I think they're making room for um for a while. Whatever happens to tech, I don't think we'll know for a while. Even yeah. maybe even for a season or something. I think they're making room for crosshair yeah. to come back into the group yeah. um without the group feeling too big. Which is why they took crosshair out in some ways to begin yeah, with. They keep doing that. Clark... They're like, you gotta balance this out. Let's take crosshair out, put echo in, now crosshair's out, or echo's yeah. out, and then it gets yep, back. Echo's out. Yeah. And we'll get some kind of tech subplot while crosshair is reintegrating with the group um you know so yeah but i think ultimately they have to be careful because we don't want a repeat of what happened with echo either i mean right it can't just be he's back but he's been frankensteined into this i mean they could <laughs> and if they do it well great but it's a it's yeah. a harder line the more you do that the less effective it becomes yeah yeah and i'm always of the opinion like, especially with a kid's show and especially dealing with a child protagonist, um, Omega's already struggled with letting go of Echo over the course of the season. When he left, she, like, just could not accept that. Finally, she's, like, come to terms with it, but then he comes right back. You know, and having... Because Star Wars is always about teaching kids to let go. Echo and having... Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> God. That's too good. <laughs> But Star Wars is always about letting go or teaching kids to let go uh, of their losses and tech coming back, I feel could be dangerous to that theme or that idea that, you know. That's Star Wars, but is that Disney? Because, I mean, look at Kenobi where everyone can survive <laughs> critical injuries. True. And I liked yeah. Kenobi. I enjoyed Kenobi, but uh, no one. Did anyone die that had a name in that? the guy in the snow speeder but i don't remember his name i don't know right and um, and, yeah. and the, the, the guy piloting the little card on that wasteland planet that betrayed them maybe those two right. freck died wait a minute freck died i don't remember i don't know did he, he, if, he did. if he did he deserved freck lives. it hashtag freck lives hashtag. why are we talking about freck in the bad battery cap <laughs> freck and tech our two, can, our two that's a off. <laughs> oh, that's great. I watched that. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Point being um, is that Disney doesn't let go of characters particularly easily. 
Oh yeah, Tala too. Yeah, <laughs> I, Chad says Ned B, but Tala died. No, Ned B, Ned B. That was like Ned a big B. self-sacrifice. Um, but you're right. But like, but yeah, yeah. I haven't really given that much thought. But to yeah, I you know Kanan. now that I'm thinking more of it, Kanan. I would say Kanan the was one Kanan was right at the end though, so I I think that. I, I don't. I don't know what I think anymore. I'm still trying to come to terms with the fact that it did happen, and I just have to like accept it and move on. Because um, if I think too long about it, I think I might just like die inside myself. So am I? Am I bad for saying that? And people are going to take this the wrong way, but oh no, oh boy, oh boy, that's I don't. I I want tech to be dead because and I, I love too. I love tech, but I, I don't want them. To, I don't want to call it a pulling their punch, but I don't want the. I like the impact of that moment. And I like the fact I don't want to go rewatch that. Same with Kanan in Rebels. Like, oh, Kanan makes I can't like rewatch that, but I think it makes it gives the show a bit more weight. And I know eight year olds, eight year olds, but <laughs> everything kind of has stakes when like a character could die off. And killing off a member of the Bad Batch was is a big, big deal. deal. I, we, we and know that impressed me. I keep going back to in Rebels. Back to Rebels. Uh, we only see Rex, uh, Wolf, and Gregor. So. I have ba- I have bad feelings for Echo because Rex wouldn't leave Echo behind. I don't I know, so. and who knows what with Hunter and and Wrecker and Omega. But they I don't they won't think Echo Omega, is so. Yeah, Echo may be working with Rex, but I don't think Echo is necessarily part of Rex's crew. And yeah. let's yeah. be fair, like they the the rapid aging is still going on. Look how much Rex has aged, and that we're looking at like what fourteen years True. at this point. Yeah. Um, it's dramatic. Um, Echo, stop. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Uh, Speaking of which, I actually have to go. I got to be somewhere in about 40 minutes, and that's a bit of a drive. Thank you for joining us. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, it was great to talk with you about this. We'll have to have you back on again to talk about uh, Mandalorian stuff. (laughs) Oh, yes, please. Anything. I enjoy enjoy the company. You guys are great. Thank you. Of course. Thank you. Thanks, Landry. Talk to you soon. Talk to you all oh boy all right there goes landry so oh well um uh <laughs> so yeah i agree with this i th- i think i can't picture a world where rex wouldn't be with echo i think at that. this point though a beautiful thing to say what a beautiful but, sentence but like look at it again how it's all left off at the end of this season i don't think that echo could like leave these guys again because like he sees how broken hunter and wrecker are and he, he omega means so much to him as well so i don't i think that in, in a certain space like i don't think that he would necessarily go back to join rex but that being said um half of rex echo's body like, doesn't exist anymore and he might just like break down himself before then um, he could just I don't replace that, but... the rest of his parts with droids and he becomes a full droid no. He becomes um, that at the beginning of the season. Who was the racing one? The racing uh, Teo. Teo. Oh, Let's yeah. Teo. You know, remember um the end or remember how like this season we were just like there's been like a really dramatic death like every episode. Well, yeah. and then you ended with tech. <laughs> there's been a lot of so, dramatic deaths. Landry Sad. thinks tech's alive. Jamie, yeah. you sort of think tech's alive. Yes. Matt thinks tech's dead. Mm-hmm. And I hope I, he's I, dead. I, I hate to say that. I, I know. I feel bad, too. But I, I feel like it serves the story. And it makes it makes it have more weight. It makes it have consequences to the story. Is that the right word? There, there's stakes with these things. Like, anyone could die. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, it's, it's, it's like, like 
when you watch Rogue One, Matt, I know you always talk about well, when I, I mentioned that you're like, oh man, I didn't I didn't know all these guys are gonna die, and then eventually they all do. Yeah, I mean, and and you know, I hate to say this, but look at the sequels. They killed off Han Solo in the first freaking movie. That's yeah. a, that's a pretty big deal, and you know that death and Admiral has Akbar. an impact. And Admiral Akbar and, was... and Leia, and you know Akbar. Nine Akbar Numb. really got me. Akbar and Nine Numb both got me, big time. Yeah, but not but, Lando. You know, Han Han was a big deal. I thought that was the beginning of like a you know a good start for Disney in terms of like you need to learn to let go. You need to. Because the death served a purpose, it was important thematically, very resonant, and uh, they, you know, that's not a punch pole. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I think at the end of the day, like I agree um, in terms of character development, um, he should be dead. Character development for like everyone else, for it Omega should be especially. that acceptance. Um, but uh, Spice Brain likes to think some Winter Soldier bullshit's gonna happen um although that being said i don't want it to be winter soldier bullshit because tech's not a killer and i don't think that they would like make it that way well my my biggest fear is that they're gonna take him and they're gonna force him to perform experiments on other clones because that that's my biggest fear that'd be hell i think so i could i think he's dead i've already said my piece with that but they chose to put tech in this position whether he's dead or not and if he is taken he's the smartest pretty much the smartest clone that's ever been made clone trooper that's ever been made uh so that could be intentional they could be they could be pulling an echo situation where they're just using his knowledge for things i don't know then we're back to that just being too close to echo we already did that with echo we already did that with echo and not to it's very similar to winter winter soldier if they do that because bucky barnes fell off a train yep into like a cloudy snowy planet whatever it was or planet uh on earth in yeah. Germany or something, but hey, um, Earth is a is a cloudy planet, so it's, <laughs> in some parts it's cloudy. Um, <laughs> but it would just be too similar to that. Yeah, like, I don't just want a Bucky Barnes slash right. Echo copy. But. Exactly. Think, but if done well, that, it might work. If um if it ends up that way, because like again, like he's not a killer, but he could be made into one, as that comment says there. Um, I think that if anything, maybe you're a no good killer. <laughs> I've been trying not to say that for the past five minutes, guys. I just thought if, of it. If he does survive, I feel like the batch might not ever see him again, but maybe he would somehow do some takedown from the inside kind of deal. That'd be pretty cool. Oh, that'd be cool. Speaking yeah. of takedown from the inside, yeah. I'm very excited for season three for a lot of different reasons. And I'm talking about it like it's confirmed. Season three is going to happen. It's They're gonna not going to leave us. It's going to happen. Anyways. It's just anyways. anyways uh, o- Omega with crosshair in the base i think it's gonna be such a fun dynamic what we haven't got we haven't gotten that and it's gonna season three is gonna be so different we're gonna have echo wrecker and uh hunter searching the galaxy on a rampage i think as tech said kind of like um in the rise of skywalker crawl opening crawl it says kylo (laughs) and rages this is gonna be hunter Hunter searching for omega oh my god yeah Um, that's gonna be great yeah that's gonna be season three is gonna be darker it's it's it has to be the farther this show goes the more dark i would think it would get and you know that's how that's how these shows go you know yeah rebels, rebels and yeah. clone wars got darker as they go along because they mature with their audience if and resistance I think this will do the same. had been given a chance to get a season three or a four it probably would have gotten more adult and darker as well um that's just how it goes you know yeah. but omega and crosshair 
we're gonna get a lot of crosshair in season three. I we have to because Omega's Omega's the star of the show. She's the main character, in my opinion. Oh yeah, she is. So like, it's gonna follow her with crosshair, and crosshair's gonna be like, Ugh. and it'll come around to. I wish we had Jack here to do the impression. I was just about to say we're missing. <laughs> I can't we're missing it. the Jack voices. Oh my god! Eventually, um, the I I agree. Like there will be like a clear like Omega storyline like the entire time because she is the main character. And then um, I I wish that this season there was more crosshair because they they had like two episodes of just like checking in on the one full episode. They were all the best episodes. Sorry, the two yeah. full episodes of him, and then just like a random like check in, and then and yeah. then he's just like vegetable on the table in the last episode and like i wish we saw more of him and like i feel like that is setting us up for next season it will be a lot more of him because he will be with omega it has to it has to be do they are they gonna get the voice actor back i don't know yeah it could be tough right (laughs) yeah the the voice actor for for tech is gonna be looking for work Uh, i feel bad for him yeah so yeah as uh our good friend hannah who we just had on our last episode by the way guys i totally dropped the ball this is our 99th podcast episode (laughs) i meant i I was thrown i worked today i asked landry to come on last minute we had him on we wanted his opening takes but episode 99 wow we're talking about clone force 99 plan 99 it all i we intentionally planned it to be like this and i forgot holy crap i think it also had to do with I forgot to do it, make it a live stream until last minute. That was a surprise. The Bad Batch, des- the Bad Batch deserves <laughs> this. It deserves. Yes, to I think so. It's Thank nice you. to it's nice to to do this Sunday one more live live stream. We're doing a lot. So of pardon me, my my um Grande Ice London Fog. Teco fell, really fell into the fog. Teco. Teco. We're back on that. Yeah. Tech fell into the caf- what I'm trying to say is the caffeine just kicked in from this. And I'm just like, wait a minute. We're it just hit it. my bloodstream. That's incredible. Anywho, um, episode we didn't 99. About, we didn't even talk about Plan 99. The fact Plan that, 99 is such a... That's oh, so big. That's so, so devastating. The fact that... So obviously the entire series, The Bad Batch, has had numbered out plans, um, which like they've had from the start, which I think is really, really interesting that they have that much like organization to themselves that like Hunter and Tech like sat down to like make okay. all of these plans and then numbered them out. I think that that's incredible. They have a hundred of them, or at least ninety. At least, at least. Um, so the fact that this one was Plan Ninety Nine is just so heartbreaking because Plan Ninety Nine is one of us sacrifices ourselves for the entire group. Period. That's it. Just like Ninety Nine. Yep. Uh, I don't want to live anymore. <laughs> I'm trying to keep this going the rest of the episode. <laughs> just, oh my god, that's yeah. this is a legendary. Matt, watch moment. it go by. Do you have the skill to? What am I doing? <laughs> you, you, you try to watch, watch the 99 because oh, you're like looking right at it. Ooh. All right, all right. So, plan 99. What, what were yeah. text last words? We never followed We've, orders. When have we ever followed orders? Oh, that was perfect. Just see, that's why I want to. That's why I want this death to hold up. Because it was such a perfect death for him. Like it was so tragic. I love tech. Um, I know. No, I, it's uh, tech. It's tech would want to be dead. <laughs> tech would want to stay dead. He wouldn't want to come back after this. Would, are you kidding? If they if they found him alive, he's gonna wish he was dead. Exactly. That's oh, what I. Yeah. Goodness. Yeah. Oh God! My don't. God. I don't want to think about that. I don't want to think about that. Um. So anyway. <laughs> this is very true. 
so the guys finally remember that um az exists and they go back to get az's help i i appreciate that they went back like to pick up az and then exists. at least they have him yeah gonky just like hang okay can we talk about the fact that echo decided to sit in the marauder by himself which he never does because he doesn't like being alone um and he's just staring at the empty seat and gonky's just like i miss him too and echo's just like yeah i know like wrecker almost cries right he does a little he's like, sure he's like, like i gotta crying. run out of the room nobody look <laughs> like it's just oh. so okay one other thing as well so i feel like there's been like a lot of criticism about um hunter <laughs> in the back half of this episode um because it's literally text decision to that drives them to go track crosshair down because he wants to go find crosshair and then hunter's like all right we're gonna go do it we're gonna go find him and then tech sacrifices himself in order so they can finish doing that and then once omega is hurt and everything hunter's like we're not doing it i'm not risking anyone else but like i think that that's totally on brand for him because like he wants to protect who he has left and he's just so broken at that point in time that like he he would go after everyone else but he has literally nowhere else to go from there and he wants to protect what he has in that moment and then everything like shatters so yeah, and it kind of makes sense like i remember criticizing him at the time criticizing a fake yeah, i did the same but thing but it, i've it makes sense like too. he had lost he's like i don't want to keep losing people like let's yeah. go back to pabu yeah. but know, i i was also like the whole thing was you're trying to go save crosshair but oh well Tech yeah. sacrifices himself. You lost your only, you know, way of finding Crosshair. So what else is there? You know, you, the leads are all dead. Tech's dead. Everything's the lead, dead. The yeah. trail's gone cold, as yeah. M says in uh, Casino Royale. Yeah. Love that uh, one. The bitch is dead. <laughs> is, that, is that Tech? <laughs> oh, <no>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you guys don't know James Bond, you have probably no idea what we're talking about oh, anyway, that, one, that one was from casino royale so yeah a combination of some skyfall and casino royale references there so <laughs> all right um so yeah. uh, i love how um man. the the guys tell omega to stay to like go to like get out of here like once like uh the empire finds them on our mantel um the guys tell omega to get out of here go back to the ship go find echo and of course she does everything against that because she because that's what she does she's a kid. kid that's what kids do but like I love Omega. She's I'm glad that she best. did, though. I'm really glad that she did. Um, I'm not glad that she got taken, obviously. Um, I'm gutted. Canto Bite Royale. Oh, Canto Canto Royale. We'll put put a pin in that we'll, one. We'll, 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 we'll work on that. We'll we'll shop we'll around. That. We'll put the t-shirts. We'll out. figure it out. We'll figure it out. I mean, you know, why I always like to dress as the uh, code breaker, you know, very lazily, of course, but because he's That's basically like the it's James Bond guy. Yeah, not entirely. Uh, but he's basically James yeah. Bond. He dresses the same as him and everything. Um. But yeah, I I love the ending. It was just so action packed on Ord Mantel. The entire sequence of it, of them getting escorted out, and Hunter and Wrecker are just defeated. Um, Omega oh nearly saves the day. Walkers. And then we see the walkers, and <laughs> I, I love how they're just like were Echo. They, yeah, that's Echo. Like, were they the proper ATSDs, or were they no. weird? Were they the Rebels ones? I think they're called ATC. The Rebels ones and Rebels. Like no, they're new. Well, they were the first time we saw I'm it regardless in the show. Farm Boy probably knows. Yeah. He's the, <laughs> the vehicle expert, I feel. 
the empire expert actually but um, can i just yeah. talk about how this yeah. season if we go all the way back it feels like yesterday when it started it really our does. opening little episode i think it was a preview i was like i hate crosshair he's an asshole now i think crosshair is probably my favorite character in this show he was and, and he, he was and he was only in three episodes but like yeah the last one he was in really really did it oh yeah when well, he course. shot the officer it was just that was that's what a redemption arc should be if we want to just look back on this season i think the season was awesome like yeah um season one was fun season two i think blows season one out of the water i could be wrong maybe i just don't remember it as well and this is more fresh but there were some great moments in this season and even the episodes that people like to say didn't move the plot they were so fun like the racing one was the funniest star wars thing i've ever seen that it like, legitimately was, it was so funny the funniest <laughs> star wars thing i've ever seen and then episodes like um pabu brought us like such a cool planet we haven't seen it was just such a chill episode the um, you know the adventure with the you know giant ancient walker that kind of looked like a zepho a lot of indiana the... jones ref- a ton of indiana jones references. references every episode almost uh mako the 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 big guy with the slave camp saving the kids um the slop oh, closet man. the slop yep. closet shout out to forget. all the nerds and Corey yeah. and aubrey <laughs> Slop closet. Um, the Zillow be Beast. Some, like sad, sentimental music playing in the back as we remember all these fond <laughs> moments from season two. Rest in peace. Yeah, the Zillow Beast. Yeah, that Zillow was awesome. Beast. The Zillow oh, Beast man. was a great episode, and obviously tying that all in. Yeah, Benny and his soup. Benny and the soup. Thank you, Hannah. Benny Absolutely. and the soup. Do, do, they got they got a little soup redemption. Um, soup redemption. Soup redemption. Red soup redemption. No, yeah, there you know. go. Not good. From we'll uh, Tales of the Jedi. The... <laughs> um, what, what was your guys? Would you say was your favorite moment this season? Episode or moment or what? I don't know. Which do you think would be better? Episode favorite episode was the one I was just talking about in the snow with Mayday. Okay. And that was I think that was my favorite. Although I no, that's my favorite. I'm just gonna go listing off three things as I always do with my favorite thing. I have to pick one. It's that one. Okay. Um, what about you, Jamie? Um, favorite episode? It might have been, I. It was like an isolated one, but I liked the one where they were mining on that random planet and they got like stranded. Um, oh yeah, that's a great. I, I like that. I like that one a lot. Well, that was great. That one has, probably has my favorite moment. Yeah. In this season when tech. tech and Omega have the heart to heart talking to each other. Yeah. That yeah, but I would say my favorite episode might actually be. The first crosshair one, the lone. What was it called? Like the with Cody, oh, solitary clone. Solitary yeah. clone. That one, oh, I think that was great. Favorite. The beginning yeah. and the end of that were awesome because they were like quiet. Yeah, and like crosshair just... sitting the same day to day routine, and then uh, Cody's gone at the end. Where... Oh my god, Hannah! Of course, Where... my favorite what? moment. I was going to say the Chuchi my episodes. second favorite moment yeah. would probably be oh, the Coruscant episodes. Jeez Chuchi. Louise! <laughs> yeah, the, those are my. I will count those as one episode because it's just, they pick up. One yeah. after another, but like the exploration oh, really into good. the um, what is it? I keep saying I have military disarmament act on my mind, but obviously that's oh the, the um the military recruitment act, right? I think, I think that's it. Is it military recruitment? Act? I know it's recruitment, recruitment act. Imperial recruitment. Maybe that's it. Whatever it is, the showing like the actual like Senate and like the clones being phased out and the stormtrooper program starting and all of that i mean on screen is just insane to me 
because that always was that was always something when I was a kid. I used to think the stormtroopers were clones. When I started getting more into canon, you know, you learn that they aren't, and then you kind of ask like, why aren't they? And you always, you know, it always was just something that happened off screen. Or you know, Battlefront Two, the original Battlefront Two, had the Kaminoans sending the clones against the um, the Empire and having them kind of get wiped out. But even then, it wasn't explored entirely. So this was a really cool idea having some senators in favor of it some senators not and just the whole theme of like taking care of the people that you send off to war um who now don't have like a place in society uh and and you know how how societies and systems nowadays just tend to throw those people aside just completely cast them aside and and don't really care about the repercussions of war as much as just you know sending them off to war in the first place yeah, I, I mean that's all very powerful, and it's all very not eight year old. <laughs> that, I mean, obviously, I love that. That's my new favorite thing. Uh, when Landry was on earlier, yeah, yeah, no, I love that too. The entire show, obviously, animated kids show. The target audience is kids, um, but at the same time, Star Wars has always pushed the envelope with uh, shows like this and Clone Wars and Rebels. Not so much at Resistance. <laughs> of uh, they pushing were, they the were envelope, there. they were getting well, yes, there. Yes, we were trying to. They were getting there. Pushing the envelope with making it. Um, adult themes like putting it in there and, and it's just this show has like done so much um and it's been a perfect continuation of the Clone wars and i love everything that we've gotten so far and i cannot wait for season three so which is coming i mean yes. we, it's not confirmed but come on guys like yeah it'll it'll come it's just we just don't know when but like, like what the hell is the point of lucasfilm animation an entire department of lucasfilm if they're not gonna like there's only one show Unless you're gonna do Tales of the Jedi season and two, the show, which I would love as well. But I don't I don't know the performance of any of these things, but I, I think the Bad Batch does really well. Oh, Although Bad, maybe the Bad Batch is very popular. They threw Mandalorian over it. But I, I honestly I remember coming into the season, it, Jamie was very angry about that. Of the I delay? Was, no, of Mando being over Bad Batch. Not over, but like on the same time as Oh yeah, the overlap releases. I, but I and Looking back, I really enjoyed it. I loved having both shows to watch. I'm and now, like from now it. on, we only, we only get one show every Wednesday now. What this am is I? Ridiculous! We were too spoiled. I'm still not a fan of how that panned out. Of how it was the overlapping releases. I I really wish that they did space it out longer to let this back half of the show thrive because it deserved all of that. It it the the reactions this week alone of um we've had this wild episode of the Mandalorian that was like really cool really exciting really flashy in your face and then we have the, one of the most gutting star wars like animation experiences i've ever experienced in my life dropping at the same time it was really pirate, jarring yeah. like yeah. really jarring for people who are consuming both of those at the same time and like it's sure like it helps to have mandalorian days. to like watch afterwards different but... days in preference. Yeah. i would have liked different days yeah yeah i'll tell you right now uh roll from by i am not on the twitter first just to just to tell you it that I am not. I do not go on Twitter. Okay. But I agree. Could have been done with different days. I would have liked still two, uh, two shows a week. Um, but that's just me being very greedy. I don't know if we're ever going to get this again. I really am. I, I am very greedy. I'm always like, Matt, oh, Ahsoka Matt was recently like, June. Matt was like, we're not going to have any show over the summer. This is a, this is a travesty. And I don't we're think we, uh, we had Obi-Wan last summer, kind of. We had it into June. Yeah. I'm glad we're going to have some time to breathe because we've had to cram so many podcasts. Just, we're already at 99 episodes. It just doesn't make sense things. to me 
Ahsoka and Skeleton Crew are coming out this year. I mean, that's kind of bogus. Because we'll really, talk Ahsoka... about that next weekend when we t- during celebration. So yes. yeah, I guess true. They're gonna announce this is the, the bad batch episode, and you're you're shoving all the other Star Wars content into the bad batch episode. <laughs> He's just greedy. Like we just went I'm over so this. upset. He's Shut greedy up, Imperial. That's bad batch. <laughs> I'm greedy. I can't help it. And I'm greedy about the bad batch. Okay, so make this episode about the bad batch, Matt. What else is there to talk about? What have we been covered perfect. yet? Nothing yes, else at this point. I agree. Um, I guess my my last bit is, uh, what do you guys want to happen next season? What's like some something you want to happen next season, in the season, not like long if it's like more than one yeah. season. Yeah, I would I would have said Clone Rebellion, but I'm not sure I want that to happen in season three. I want more seasons of Bad Batch, so like I feel like this is all building up to that. So if you get that in season three, that's it. Yeah, but I don't know. I I like to. <laughs> I yeah, feel like man. the show could go just three seasons, but I really want to. I think four would be the sweet spot. Rebels yeah. went four. Yeah, Rebels I think this could do the, with four. It's not too long. It's not too short. Four would be good. But yeah, Clone Re- Clone Rebellion would be really good. I would like to see one thing we want to see in season three. Uh, to kind of go off what Hannah said and in the comments earlier, um, I want one of the plots to be like Rex and Hauser doing stuff. And yep. Maybe Echo. Or Echo's going to be with the batch. Let's be real. Yeah. I definitely want more of an exploration into the building of the Clone Rebellion if we're Ooh. not going to get the Clone Rebellion itself. I want Crosshair teaching Omega how to use a sniper rifle. There you go. And that's how. They, and then they break out back to back, shooting their way out of there. Perfect. Done. Sold. That's it. I, that's I was. I was going to say about the same thing. I. I can't wait to actually dive into the whole Mount Tantis storyline because I thought we were going to get that this season. Yeah, we, we didn't. Did. We all did. I'm telling you, it's the White Walkers. Uh, the Night King of this show. They show a little bit at the end of each season, and then it's gonna be the big, well, whatever. Game of Thrones, yeah. different, different story. It's gonna be the Game of Thrones. Very good. <laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna say that's the big ending of Game of Thrones, but it wasn't. It was kind of a. Uh, that's we won't talk because about the Game of Thrones is about the people fighting for the throne, not the we're White not, Walkers. We're not talking about. That. I know, Here. I know, I know. You don't know. Your brain doesn't know how to stay on track. <laughs> neither does mine, because I went there. But. Uh yeah. Um. Anyway. Yeah. Um. This has been our Bad well, Batch season two recap. Can you do can you do the outro in Omega's voice? Not that well. Um All right, do like do the outro as you usually do, and then like what's the last thing you usually say? Also put like, the banner down at the bottom you, for episode ninety nine. See you on the holonet. Yeah, I'll, I'll figure like, something say out. Say that no. Um so so just to preface, the accent at the end is not gonna be good because it's just not. Um, so anyways, thank you guys so much for listening to the Holiday Marauders podcast. If you've been here today with us in the live, thank you so much for hanging out with us in the chat. Um, if you've been listening to us in the audio version, you can go back to YouTube and watch us in the video version. If you've been watching this when we're not live, thank you guys so much for watching it live or not live. I'm so confused. Um, the Bad Batch is over. Season two is over. Season three will be coming eventually. When it does, we'll be here covering it as well. Um, we'll be continuing our live streams with The Mandalorian and everything as we, you know, as it comes out. The Holland and Marauders crew will not be at Star Wars Celebration Europe this year. We wish we could have gone and we wish everyone who's going to have an amazing time and and we'll be living vicariously through all of your posts and we'll see you guys next time on the hollow marauders podcast sorry i didn't do the accent because i don't know how to do it <laughs> <laughs> Rekka tick